where do you get these fucking amazing album titles from, man? Seriously, this new one, can we announce it now? Can we tell people what it's called? Yeah, it's called Pacific Daydream, and it comes out October 27th. Where did the inspiration for this come from? It actually is a kind of a collaboration between me and our drummer, Pat. I, I had the idea, Somebody's Daydream. It's from this bit of Chinese philosophy where this guy falls asleep and has this dream of a butterfly, and it's so vivid that in the end he doesn't realize, he doesn't, he's not sure if he's a guy dreaming of a butterfly or if he's a butterfly that's dreaming of a man. Right. And that's, I wanted to make this album that was just so vivid and realistic and just sucks you into this world so that you're not sure if you're a listener listening to this band and this album or if the, the album is actually the reality that's imagining the listener. And then Pat was like, eh, somebody's is kind of like a dull word, so how about Pacific? Beautiful. Yep. Beautiful, man. I can imagine the artwork's pretty incredible as well. We haven't totally nailed it down, but it's it's just this image of a, of a girl on, on a swing, and she's kind of swinging out in space over the image of the Earth. Hey, you're listening to Weezer Day by Day. This is Day 11, I think. Is it Day 11? Yep, Day 11, about their 11th studio album, Pacific Daydream, came out in 2017. I guess Rivers was talking about this album even before the White Album, and he was also talking about a Black Album. So all three of these albums, I think, were kind of being worked on in different pieces all at the same time or in the same general time period. I guess he wanted to follow up the White Album with a darker, more modern-sounding album. You know, he's like, hey, a lot of that last album actually sounded like Weezer, so fuck that. Let's, we got to go back to that modern-sounding shit that doesn't sound like Weezer. A quote from Rivers, The next album is going to feel like an urban environment, nighttime and gritty, and hopefully a lot more modern sounds, synthesized sounds, samples maybe. He didn't want to use producer Jake Sinclair again because Jake Sinclair had actually wanted to make a Weezer album. And a quote from Rivers, I was the voice that was saying, let's do something radical. And Jake, our producer, was very much the voice of conservatism on the side of the old school fans. He won on the White Album, and I'm going to win on the next album, which is the Black Album. Yeah, so... You know, maybe it's not a coincidence that the album that I've liked the most since Maladroit, the producer of the album, was pushing them to make an actual Weezer album instead of a modern-sounding album. There you have it. In an interview for the Grammy Museum, Rivers said that Sinclair was too much of a Weezer fan to accomplish what they were going for. In other words, what they were going for was not being Weezer. I, you know... You know, I've been pointing this out over and over. And here we have Rivers just saying it. He's being pushed to sound like Weezer when he wants to sound modern. He said it. So, But a lot of that he was talking about the Black Album. Then they end up putting this out first. So this, you know, I don't know if he had a whole batch of songs. They were used for different albums. We're going to find out that this album has a very specific sound and style this album is different from any other weezer album pacific daydream is i guess the band was never in the studio at the same time they all recorded their parts separately and rivers told entertainment weekly quote they get to explore and do their thing without worrying about what i'm thinking 
I'm invariably delighted when I hear the results. So let's find out what the fuck this album is all about. It kicks off with a song called Mexican Fender. Fucking A. Lame modern bullshit. Track two is called Beach Boys. Holy shit, what a dumpster fire. Fuck this song. Track three feels like summer. I think this was the first single. Unfucking believable. Fuck this song. Track four, happy hour. Give me a fucking break. Fuck this song. Fuck this album. Track five is a song called Weekend Woman. Okay, this song isn't as insanely horrible as the last few songs, but I hate the production. And who produced this album? I don't think I mentioned that in the intro. Fucking Butch Walker. 
Butch Walker produced this fucking abomination. Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, uh, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon.
track six, QB Blitz. What the fuck is this, Justin Bieber? Fuck this shit. I can't get anyone to do algebra with me. It's hard to make real friends. My friends have lots of friends. I don't hang out enough. Take drugs and learn to love. This intercom is broken into pieces. I gotta call my QB blitz, B blitz. Out on the ice fields of harm. I'll be, I'll be missing you like oxygen, surgeon. Track seven, song called Sweet Mary. All right, this was co-written by Josh Alexander, who co-wrote a couple of songs from the last album that actually weren't that bad. Maybe this could have been good, but the production on this album is a fucking travesty. So, fuck this. Track 8 is a song called Get Right. I'm not listening to more than 10 seconds of this. 10 seconds and I have fucking heard enough. Fuck this song. Fuck this album. I know Track 9, La Mancha Screwjob. This sounds like late 90s garbage modern rock radio bullshit. Even early 2000s. Remember LFO? Remember that shit? New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. Those are the depths to which this has sunk. LFO. Track 10, Mercifully the Last Song, Another Friend of Diane's. 
I really hate parts of this. The production is straight garbage. I've never been a Butch Walker fan, as I've said earlier, but holy shit did he fuck this up. I don't think these songs could have been saved, but the worst thing about this album is the fucking production. This album is horrible. Fuck this album. We're going to skip the Teal album because it's a covers album. I'm going to skip that. Tomorrow, we're going to find out about this Black album that Rivers has been talking about. achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. 
Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.